Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy, and here's the news. Fascinating oil forecast from the analysts at Raymond James. They point out that oil prices have dropped $20 a barrel recently to around $83 on the West Texas Intermediate Price Index. That's thanks to the weak global economy and soaring oil production in the United States. They're predicting that the WTI price will drop to only $65 a barrel next year. And even 10 years from now, they do not see it going over $80. If they're right, that's really going to throw a monkey wrench in the sales of hybrid and electric cars. When U.S. Energy Secretary Stephen Chu first took office, he was not a very big fan of hydrogen fuel cells. His rationale was that the technology was too far out there and that it would not be a significant player in the transportation sector for at least two decades. He even cut federal funding for the fuel cell research by nearly 60 percent. But 2009 is not 2012. Things have changed, including the secretary's stance on hydrogen, as you will hear in this exclusive interview with Autoline. I think when I first came in, uh, you were right uh, that it was not as uh, high on uh, fuel cells, hydrogen fuel cells, as. but several things changed my mind. The most important thing that changed my mind <clears throat> was the fact that we have now natural gas in abundance. Hydrogen is reformed from natural gas. That's point number one. So you have an offload of that. Point number two is that you can take natural gas and when you reform it, you're actually making a lot of CO2, you're losing a lot of the heat content. You make it up in the efficiency of an electric motor. But now we also have an emerging technology where you can take natural gas, you can burn it in a partial oxygen atmosphere, a little starved, generate the electricity, capture a lot of the heat energy. You also get hydrogen and carbon monoxide, you take the carbon monoxide, pass it over in a steam process, shift, it's called a shift process, you get a, a stream of hydrogen, you get a pure stream of carbon dioxide, and you get electricity. That will change things. The pure stream of hydrogen is now, uh, the major source of hydrogen is used in oil refineries. You want to tip the balance and shift from the heavy fuels, bunker fuels, to gasoline, diesel jet fuel. They use hydrogen to do that. You have natural gas to supply that. You have, you have carbon dioxide, which is making money in enhanced oil recovery. So now the economics are looking good. The carbon footprint looks much better, and it's looking good. Secretary Chu also mentioned another advantage of hydrogen, and that is refueling time. It's way faster to top off a tank with a liquid fuel than it is to charge a battery, no matter how advanced the chemistry is. Automakers continue to team up to cut costs for developing and producing vehicles. 
Now Volvo says it's looking for a partner in North America. According to Bloomberg, the automaker is talking with a couple of car makers, but declined to name them. Volvo says it needs a partner within the next five to six years to produce vehicles, and that building its own plant in North America is unlikely. The Swedish automaker says it's open to partner with any automaker and would prefer one that will share development costs on small cars. Well, here's my Autoline insight. If I were Mitsubishi, I would leap at this opportunity. Its plant is currently severely underutilized. And besides, remember, Mitsubishi and Volvo used to have a joint venture program in the Netherlands called Nedcar. So to me, that's the biggest plant with open capacity in North America. I'd expect them to team up. Well, we knew this was going to be inevitable, but Nissan Renault CEO Carlos Ghosn could be on his way out in the next five years. Ghosn, who's 58 years old, is considering retirement before the company's next midterm review, which is five years away. Possible replacements could include Renault COO Carlos Tavares and Renault CFO Dominique Thorman. Hey, speaking of Nissan, coming up next, we're going to sit down with Bill Kruger, the vice chairman of Nissan Americas, to talk about what they are going to do to really ramp up sales of the Leaf when their new plant opens in Tennessee at the end of this year. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. On AutoLine this week, we headed down to Smyrna, Tennessee to pay a visit to Nissan's sprawling manufacturing campus. In the following clip, I sit down with Bill Kruger, the vice chairman of Nissan Americas, to ask him what they need to do to boost sales of the Nissan LEAF. Toyota has been the number one import brand in the American market for some time now. Used to be years back, Nissan or then Datsun was number two. Honda surpassed the company. You see a shot at getting back to surpassing Honda and really going after Toyota based on everything that we've been talking about? Well, the U.S. is one of the few markets where Nissan does not have a leadership position over Honda. And I think with the product offensive that we have coming out, five new models in the next 15 months, they're all poised and positioned to take a bigger portion of each of their segments. Historically, the Altima has been our high volume bread and butter, and we've been able to go head to head with our biggest competitors. This past year, we were number two with the Altima. With the launch of our new core models that we have coming out, this year, out of Smyrna alone, we're gonna be launching the Pathfinder. In Mexico, we'll be launching the Sentra, and next year, we'll be launching the Rogue. We're positioning ourselves, I believe, where we'll have local production. We've got the credibility of high quality from our workforce, and I believe the volume is gonna allow us to really earn a share position in the marketplace that we've earned pretty much everywhere else but the U.S. U.S. assembly of the Nissan LEAF and battery packs should come online at the end of this year. And that wraps up this week's Worth of Reports. See you back here on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.